Welcome back, everyone, to Fountain Pen and Stationery Season 4, Episode 13. I am your host, Frank. And I'm your other host, Collins. Hey, Collins. How are we doing tonight? Uh, was doing a lot of family stuff, so we're recording <laughs> almost an hour later than we usually do. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, uh, is he at a hospital right now or something? Maybe. No. <laughs> Let me let me let me talk to our family physician and see what the hell Collins actually up to. <laughs> no, uh, that that did not happen. I was just out. Okay, um, but I'm here now. Anyway, so uh, anything happened this week? What anything that happened yeah. this week? Yeah, what happened this week was we actually had our fountain pen class um, at work. Right, uh, we had. Supposedly, 40 kits were sent out to a bunch of our colleagues. About 30 people attended, um, maybe 20 in person and 10 uh, online uh, through video chat. So, okay. Um, yeah. After the class, just to tell the res- show the results, a lot of people liked it. How much um, was the conversion rate? Uh, I had one person come up to me specifically and said, you have convinced me. Uh, the writing experience on fountain pens is vastly superior. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm glad. Yes, I'm very, very glad. Okay, so that is one out of 40. One out of 40. Other people said that the the fussiness of dealing with the ink and getting ink on your fingers was just one step too much than they didn't want to deal with ah man okay so that was a percentage with uh 2.5 percent maybe <laughs> so i mean like i understand it like i get it right like um you you're gonna have to really prize the writing experience to want to do this because most people don't write anymore so they're going to really want that better experience to, to step into this hobby. Well, I mean, there is the uh, Canada School District is adding cursive back into fountain pens, yeah. I believe. But uh, yeah, I would say a lot. Okay. I was about to say a lot of people type nowadays. Yes, lots of people type. In fact, but more people I was type now than write. Because a newer generation doesn't even type anymore. The new generation, they just swipe. Yeah, that's true. It's easier for some people to swipe and type on their phone than on a keyboard. Right. I don't even type anymore. Evidently, or audio our, dictation. Our, our newest uh, member of my team, which <laughs> brings me infinite frustration, but still. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. It's just <laughs> yeah. There, there was some other. There was another person in our group. Um, he was trolling me, so I totally understand it. But the entire time, he was just basically saying, "Oh, but what about cleaning the pen? What about like when the pen dries?" It's like, yes, there are things you need to deal with with fountain pens that you do not need to deal with with gel ballpoint pens. Like, I get it. Yes, but, but at the same time, for most fountain pen, when you leak, it's cleanable. That is also true. If you're a gel pen leak, <laughs> good luck. The other thing <laughs> someone brought up was that the inks that we were using, they're uh-huh. all water-soluble. Yes. And so we needed to make sure that when people were using these pens, they don't sign checks with these pens. That is very true. 
a lot. Yes. Did you tell them that? You, you, you reassured them that, right? That you did. I told them, them, do okay. not sign checks with these pens. This is not, these, these inks are not for that purpose. However, we were going through all of this stuff, right? So uh-huh. before I had them ink up the pen, we, I gave cotton swabs so they can try the different inks on different papers. You know, try it on this Claire Fontaine and then try it on Rhodia and tell me the difference that you see, right? Like, yeah. it's going to sheen on uh, the Tomoe River paper and it's going to do less of that on the Claire Fontaine, right? Okay. And so as we we're talking about these ink qualities, sheening, shading, and shimmer inks, um, someone was asking about like, oh, but you can't use these on checks. I was like, well, permanence is just another one of these qualities. It's just not one of the ones that we're testing right now. It's one of the options you can choose to go. Yeah. Yeah. With some caveat. <laughs> what, what do you mean by caveats? Uh, I mean, permanent ink has a little bit of uh, additional maintenance that's required. Sure. I mean, the same thing with the shimmer inks, right? Yes. Like, yeah. So like everything is a, uh, it's a game of balances, really. Right. Uh, that plays Philippine quite a bit. Yeah. And so I was talking with my colleague, uh, Lorraine, who I was organizing this with. And I think if we were going to do a version two of this class, instead of doing cotton swabs, we might have gone with a slightly more expensive kit with a dip nib instead. You can always get the cheapo dip pen from, I think, Platin. Was it Platin or Sailor? They have the super cheap dip pen nowadays. Oh, which one? I think we talk about uh, Sailor. Oh, no. Hokoro is uh, 22 bucks. 22 bucks ain't bad. Actually, Sailor Hokoro dip pen. Uh, no, actually, no. That's a separate color desk Jim sells it. That's 22 bucks for the whole kid. And once the plan did, uh, did, let me see. Let's take a look. This, okay, well, yeah, yeah, Yosakai has sold out, too. but. Okay. Yeah, the Platin Desk Fountain Pen, $13. Desk Pen? Desk yeah, Fountain Pen? Desk Fountain Pen. Well, actually, it's just a fountain pen, that one. So it's not a dip pen. It's just a dip pen. It's a sealer, and there, there's another cheap dip pen that we talk about before. I for, completely forgot the name. Let me see. But the sailor Hokoro dip pen, and is this? It looks like. Is this an actual like dip pen for fountain pen ink or for like dip? Is a dip pen, pen for ink. fountain pen ink. Oh, this pilot. There you go. That's why this. It's the pilot Eero. Usuchi at $14. Usuchi dip pen. $14 at endless pens right now. Uh, Okay, there we go. So it's a dip pen. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, I would say So this is something... Go ahead. Yeah, this is something we could potentially do if we were ever to do a part two or if anyone else is potentially... Wanting to arrange like a little uh, introductory class because um, I went with cotton swabs so that people could test the inks out before they inked up their first pen so they could understand the different qualities of the inks. Um, the problem is when you're running a class about fountain pens, having your students use cotton swabs is not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. It doesn't right? feel like you're writing something, right? It feels like maybe yeah. like a paintbrush. Yeah. Yeah. So for for they didn't 
eventually ink up their pens until like halfway through the class because we went through like the history and the pen parts and then the ink and the paper and then by the time you get to the part where you actually ink it up it's like you know more than half the classes uh, uh the class time is gone. okay no not disinterested they they were really interested once oh, they got okay. to ink up the they were they were ama- they were interested at the ink and like seeing how the ink quality is rendered on paper so they weren't disinterested it's more like there's a better way of doing this and i think getting a dip pen is one way to uh, introduce better that better yeah okay yeah a better way to introduce a newbie basically yeah and I, I've actually not heard of this uh, Pilot Iro Utsushi dip pen before. Oh, okay. Well, there it is. <laughs> and, and you know what? For $11, uh, this is totally not that bad. Uh, it's $14 on my end. Where do you find the $11 from? Jet pens. Oh, jet pens. Oh, wow. Jet pens are even cheaper. Okay. Yeah. There yeah. You go. So That's not bad. Yeah, so if you want to get a dip pen for cheap, there you go. Yeah. So one person converted it so far. Uh, well, I guess one person, we'll, we'll a bunch see. of people, a bunch of people really liked the class, um, and then uh, so they're starting the process of doing it. We were potentially going to hold what we called an office hour for like, okay, you guys are eventually going to need to clean out your pens. We're going to have to have a class on that. <laughs> it's not too bad. Wait, did you it's give not. them syringes as well? Or it just... <sighs> that was another one of those, like, I can't believe we didn't think about giving both them syringe. syringes. Okay, <laughs> we should have given not. them bulb syringes. Yeah, you did we not. did not. Okay, okay. That's going to be... Bulb little... syringes are like $3 on Amazon, so it's yes. not bad. Yes. But we didn't do it, which we should have. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, the crabs went along very well. Everyone loved the crab pen holders, and Frank, mm-hmm. the one I'm holding right now, yeah, is an extra. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Frank, I will I will drop this off at your place soon. Okay, okay. Whenever <laughs> whenever I'm available, I guess. <laughs> yes. Well, glad everyone in your company likes it. Yeah. Actually, just curious, sure if... how long was the prep work for the class? Ooh, geez. Uh, we spent a lot of time, actually. <laughs> really? So, okay. How do, I, how do I go about doing this? I'm not sure if I've talked about this before, but basically, we wanted to make sure everyone got to try different kinds of paper. And buying, buying like, sample sheets, like, sample sheet kits is expensive. It's, like, $10 per person. Yeah. Right? But if we just bought a stack of sheets and then individually rip them out and then give them to people, it's like $10 for the entire class. Okay. <laughs> or something ridiculously yeah, it's cheap ridiculous like that, cheap. Right? Yeah, you're, you're paying for the, uh, the extra labor, basically. Yeah. So we, we grabbed a, a group of like four of us and we we're just all like ripping sheets and combining the kits. We were, we had to individually build all of the Lamy pen boxes because the pen boxes came to us disassembled. Right, right. You take me, you show me a picture for that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you basically had to put like kind of put the whole kit together in a sense for the presentation yeah. for the Lamy box. I imagine this is what Goulet does when they have their pen boxing uh, packaging things. Yeah, 
but it's probably much in bigger scale and it probably does does it a lot faster yeah of course of course (laughs) we're not we're not doing this for any kind of profit or to scale at all Yeah, yeah um but it did take a long time and then i had to just repackage everyone's kit um i i i did it my own special little twist which is in each packet was packed and then i wrote their names um with my flex nib on the packet just so mm-hmm. it had a little extra flair to it okay okay that sounds great well yeah hopefully uh you had a good time and so it sounds like you had a good time and it sounds like everyone else yes. had a good time so that's great we ran out of time actually it was really? we ran way over we i wish we had an extra 30 minutes but <laughs> if if people really like it i can host a second class <laughs> All right, well, we'll we'll see what's the feedback then. Yeah, we'll see what the feedback is. All right. And uh, what else are we want to talk about today? Oh, right. The uh, Platin Chokuro Link, Inc. Yes. Have you tried it yet? Yes, I have. I Um, like it. I... I took a picture of it. I'll post it on Instagram uh, after I get off. But uh, it's interesting because when I initially wrote with it, right? Uh huh. It's black, but it I it it just looks black to me. It I don't really understand, right? Mm-hmm. And then I already had a pen with Noodler's black in it, and then I wrote with that, and I was like, whoa. Jeez. <laughs> Unique comparisons. It's like it's like Noodler's Black just becomes like a like a dark gray all of a sudden. What the hell happened? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I without the comparison of another black ink, you don't understand how black the Chuo Kuro is. It's an ink that required contrast. Yes, and I think it's 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 interesting because usually, uh, I mean, I can't say it's like a sheen, but like usually these inks, they'll they'll kind of reflect a little bit when yeah, you yeah, it's certain that, well, change yeah, the light. That's a sheen. That's a reflection of it. And yeah, the the cool the chokuro doesn't shows the property best when it's on the bright light. <laughs> It, under every angle, it looks about the same. It just looks black. <laughs> it's just black. Like there's, there's a black hole that traps inking it, essentially. Yeah. It's not well, a trap lighting. Because I showed, I showed my wife, right? It was like, uh-huh. like, you know, is this black? Yeah. Is this black? Yeah. It's like, wait, wait, no, I guess that's not black. Ah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's by itself it's hard to understand how interesting it is right is it's like 80 percent okay i guess that is on the website right it's like 98 percent black versus 99.5 percent black yeah (laughs) the difference is not there unless you put them head to head against each other and but once you put them next to each other it's like Oh, I see what you you I see what you're getting at. Right. And uh, the interesting thing in the ink is it's relatively waterproof. Like if you rinse underwater, you can barely tell that it faded at all. The issue mm-hmm. is when I smear it, I could actually smear a little bit off of the ink after it's dried. 
Okay. I How long did you wait after it dried? Actually, that that one's not that long. Like five minutes. Okay. I think I, maybe an idea wait long enough. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, I think also because like because the ink is so black, so even just a tiny bit of <laughs> the pigment can smear off. Or or arguably, it's so black, you don't know whether it's dry or not because you just can't tell. There's that too. There's that possibility <laughs> as well. I'm not denying that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's an interesting pen. So what pen did you ink it with, Lamy? I didn't. Um, I. Because it is a pigment ink. Right. So I didn't want to put it into one of my piston fillers because I just didn't know what it would, how it would behave in the pen. Uh-huh. I just, I just grabbed a pen I didn't use it for a very long time. So I actually grabbed my fa uh, Faber-Castell. Um, I just grabbed oh, it. It's a fine one. nib. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a fine nib pen. Or is it, sorry, oh, it's a medium. Medium. It's a medium, right? but yeah. um, it works fine. It it does in this pen it does have a dry starts but once it starts writing it's fine this ink is on the drier side i can yeah. from what i can tell it's definitely on the drier side um mm -hmm. well i use it on this pen like i promised <laughs> the, the 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 pokemon pen yeah the, that's a good uh, pen to pokemon use it on pen. yes because this pen doesn't dry out as fast actually it's the slowest mm -hmm. drying pen besides the uh uh, besides the uh, knockout pen and the uh, knockout pen, I think I'm gonna keep pigment off of it. Yeah, I would. I would being. not. Yeah, so, <laughs> I would keep that one clear. Of that. But this, so far, so good. And uh, I was showing it to the uh, coworker too, and uh, one person keep trying to find something that he think is gonna be as dark, but he just couldn't. <laughs> So it's like an experiment or a a a, a, a test like, of how yeah, black like could you like, be? Yeah, he's like, no, this is this is not not much. Okay, let me let me. And so he grabbed like I think three or four different pens off of his desk, and right along mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna guess that one of them was a sharpie, right? Yeah, one of them is a sharpie. How? What was the? How? I mean, because sharpie's pretty black. Sharpie is really black, but Sharpie looks like fainted black <laughs> next to uh, it. I'm gonna have to try that. I want to see the difference. Yeah, yeah, you should try with like a full size Sharpie and with the really bright light. You, you can tell. You can tell there's still a difference. Yeah. I should do a sheet of all of the black inks that I have just to just to see. Oh, you do have quite a bit, right? So I have quite a few black inks. I've got, I've got black permanent inks from like every one of the major uh companies that i know except maybe plan uh pilot i don't know if i have a black pilot mm. permanent ink that would actually be a pretty good idea to test it out to see which one is the black the, the darkest well yeah chances are your clothes probably the darkest but sure yeah. Um, but I've got the cure euro i've got the platinum carbon pl i mean platinum right so yeah yeah um yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Okay, all right. I'll give it a shot. I've got a, quite like, a few. Perfect. I even tested against the stupid uh, Sakura Micron pigment ink, and this one sheens compared to the <laughs> Joker ink. At any point that your ink shines or sheens in the light, it's like, no, it's not going to beat true. It's not going to be that one, yeah, which is interesting. Compared to like the uh, Kyoilo, which is like the opposite of what you want, Kyoilo like sheen so much it's kind of like silvery white at some point. Yeah, the the Kyoilo uh, black sheen silver. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the reason why you get that. That. Ink. Yeah, yeah, it has that special uh, special characteristic to it, or luster to it, basically. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, overall, it is a fairly permanent ink. Uh, it's just it's fine to run on the water. I don't find any uh, additional smear around it when you run underwater. But when so it is very it, waterproof. It's very waterproof once it's dried. But if you just do a little bit using your finger to smear, you probably you may have a little bit of a smearing around it, but I mean it's still legible, so yeah. waterproof enough um, in, mo in all situations, I would say. And how you And judging by how, it. judging by how the other pigmented inks have lasted through our UV test, should be fine. It should be fine. I'm just curious if they really use the uh, Japanese uh, black ink to make this ink. You mean like the, the you mean the one they use for like the brush? Yes. The the oh. airbrush one. Um, I don't know. They're probably not gonna tell us that. So right. we'll see. But this is a very black. The very you know what's funny is I actually the first application of this ink I used wasn't for writing. Hmm. It was for pistol stock. Oh, were you like painting some black on something? Uh, it was a wood stock, but I sent it off part of it, so the wood color actually shows. Okay. It is a birch dyed black. Hmm. Like, it's a recently imprinted in the birch has dyed black, and because I sent it off a big chunk of it, the birch color starts showing. <laughs> so and you use it to paint it? To I literally just take a uh, Q-tip with a little bit <laughs> of a choker black, and just brush it over. Mm -hmm. And then just put a layer of clear finish on it and then just completely black in the area. <laughs> now the kit the kit is kind of interesting, right? Because it comes with the black ink, but it also comes with some other stuff. It comes with the um a spe a, a converter for itself. And it mm -hmm. also comes with quote unquote a distilled water for cleaning out your ink so i'm not sure how much of that is advertisement gimmick or is this actually true or not <laughs> like, because i i mean i use i use the um filter water the reverse osmosis water to clean it right to clean yeah. my uh glass pen it's fine but at the same time, when I was testing those inks, I I washed it under my normal faucet and it didn't comes bind to anything. It comes out just fine. So I wonder how much of that saying is actually advertisement than the actual caution I mean, to be aware of. I mean, maybe there's something to your tap water or your water is fine, but not everyone's water is fine. And so... I don't know, man. The water in our city is pretty hard. <laughs> so Fair. If, it's, if it's gonna if it's gonna bind to the mineral in the water, it's probably gonna bind it here. Fair. I don't know. They're just giving you something. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's it's a limited set, and it it comes additional stuff, which I'm happy about. I mean, that water be is basically the inkwell if you really think about it. Mm -hmm. That additional water bottle is an inkwell, and uh, you have an additional converter. And I'm not sure the pro final price, but uh, there's rumors saying that in the future, the normal ink price is going to be the same price as the current limited edition. 
So you pay except this without the stuff, just without the additional stuff, right? So, and you know, honestly, I have not yet finished even close any bottle of ink I've ever purchased. <laughs> Time to draw with it. <laughs> that will probably this, be aware of that. This is actually something I was talking with some people about, which is, um, I I don't know how about you, but like, I don't. It's been hard keeping up with the ink dis discontinuing and like some of the new inks coming out mm -hmm. when I'm not even getting through my current ink stock. Uh, I run into that problem with samples. I don't have the problem with inks because I don't typically buy the whole bottles. That's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I buy a lot of samples. Yeah, maybe I should buy yeah, more you samples. See, see my, my thing is I, I can't even get through the samples yet sometimes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a similar problem. It's my problem takes a little bit less space than yours. Yeah. Because yeah. like 50 samples yeah. can fit into a tiny little cardboard box and just shove it all in and that's it. Outside out of mine. I've got so much ink. <laughs> Until you open that little box, like, holy shit, I have a lot of samples. <laughs> This uh, actually, this reminds me. I forgot to talk about um, the Colorverse cards. Mm -hmm. Remember how right, I showed you, were showing you that the... to me? Yeah, they're pretty cool. They look really great. Honestly, they look really <laughs> great when you show it to me. Yeah. The only issue is is that um, when we bought them for the class, and we saw these Colorverse cards. Now, obviously, the like Goulet and uh, Colorverse, they, they give you the dimensions. Right. But we weren't paying attention to the dimensions uh -huh. <laughs> of the Colorverse cards. They're tiny. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a uh, business card, really. No, they're smaller than business cards. Really? Yes. <laughs> they are... I guess your you picture made it look way bigger than... It's tiny. It's it's about as big as the two. If you combined your index finger with your middle finger, the first top two sections, that's about how big it is. Maybe a little bit bigger. So than half that. of a business card, basically. Yeah, it's about half a business card size. They're really tiny. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Actually, that's that's basically a post-it, like a mini post-it. Yeah, it's a mini post-it size. They're really tiny. Jeez, okay, okay. Um, so it looks I, great, I, I do like them. But mm -hmm. tiny. Yeah, I wish they were bigger or Baby Colorverse can just manufacture more of them just with a bigger size. That would be great because they're a little small. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I imagine it will not be, a little, it will not be easy to color them especially for older folks because some of them is pretty detailed from what i can tell yeah yeah they've got some intricate like uh parts to them uh that that don't absorb the ink to let it show in the background yeah um but they're really nice uh as i was using the cotton swabs definitely paint the lighter colors first before the darker ones or wait for it to dry because the <laughs> the same rules apply to like water coloring at this point where right. you can start to blend colors if you put them on okay 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 so you gotta have to a methodical method to do where you can use pigment color plus plus uh water color let it dry yeah let it dry
All right, then. Actually, talk about Colorverse, I think that actually segmented into the next topic directly. We have... Colorverse has released uh, USA Special Editions that I didn't really know about. Hmm. Colorverse and New Inks. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're based on the states. They're based on states and sometimes, like, different... Uh, Different uh, known stuff in different states. Right. Interesting. Now, there's one that's I... not even state. It's just December 7th, right? What? There's oh, one what? called December 7th, 1787. That's oh, okay. the U.S. Constitution, right? So this yeah, one of that. But some of them is like Treasure State... Americans Dairyland, which is a cow. Wisconsin, really. Liberty Bell, yeah. the Long Trail. I'm I'm very interested in the Hawaii Aloha Glistening. Hawaii. Oh, okay. I wonder how that writes. Is that like a? Is that like a a pink shimmer? That is a pink shimmer. Okay. Are you gonna get it? I mean, is there a sample? We just talked about this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can find a sample somewhere. Yeah, because, man, I got... Even just trying to finish... Uh, we talked about this before, but even just trying to finish all of the inks we got for Christmas is daunting. Oh, right. Uh, I haven't really been been too much. I haven't been putting in too much effort on chipping that away. Actually, those have been effectively the only inks I've been using for the past, you know, six months. Oh wow. Okay. So you're saying is if you really want to have a little bit of variety, but just want to put in too much effort, just uh, buy the Christmas special every single year, and that's it. You're good that, for the rest. I mean, of that's the a year. that's a way to go for it, right? Like you just get the Christmas special inks, and that's good for the entire year yeah but pretty but, much all you get is like primary color you get red green and blue <laughs> and yellow you get a lot of shimmer inks you get and a lot, lot of shimmer, shimmer inks <laughs> <laughs> so if you want just normal water dye you're gonna have some big trouble with it yes yes and there's no pigment of course so no does diamond even make pigment ink I don't think so right do they I'm not sure diamond has a huge ink collection they do, they do, and before it breaks, uh, their ink is even like super cheap to obtain for at least Europeans and people. Uh, but let me see. Ba, 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 ba. I don't think they have a uh, pigment ink. D diamond inks are. I mean, here's the thing, right? Like inks. The reason why I always buy the bottle is because they're relatively cheap to just buy the bottle. <laughs> Especially diamond ink, it's like thirteen dollar for a bottle. Right. We so for the, for the fountain pen kits, I've talked about this again, but like we were we were trying to figure out like oh how many of these sample inks were we going to get right, uh -huh. and so we were getting sample inks from Yosakai because Yosaka uh, uh, sample inks come in glass bottles. Mm -hmm. Yosaka stationery ink sample inks come in these nice cute glass bottles, so we wanted to get them from there, but we. 
we couldn't get them for uh, the Majestic Blue from Diamine, right? And mm-hmm. we were like, oh, do we want to buy them from Goulet? Do we want to buy them from wherever? And I'm like, $5 for a sample ink. Well, we can get a full bottle for $8. I know. <laughs> so, and so I think if you're in UK, bottles? it's $4 <laughs> for a full bottle. <laughs> so we just bought full bottles because I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> You just get some of uh, the, the little uh, sample vials and just fill them yourself. And I think I think we bought out all of Yosuka's Majestic Blue, so we ended up getting uh, several sets of the bigger bottles for 13 Wow, okay. <laughs> They're probably like, oh, wow, this is, uh, this is quite a bit of uh, purchases. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess uh, I'll be uh, be glad that someone's making the money off of it, off of activities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Actually, what is Quang Hog? I don't even know where it is. Quang. Quahog? Is it Quahog? Uh, jeez. We you know we're not the best at pronouncing stuff, but I think it's Quahog. Uh, you know, I'm gonna look it up. I get, oh, it's an official shellfish of the USA of Rhode Island. I, I vaguely remember Quahog or Quahog being a destination in Family Guy. Because they take place in Rhode Island, right? It's also a city yeah. in Rhode Island. Yes. Uh, Quahog is a fictional the primary... City, Primary guy. setting of the okay, oh my god, it's a fictional city. It's a fictional <laughs> oh city god. in the Family Guy. Okay, okay, okay. What? That's weird. Okay, why did they make an ink name after Kohog? I have no idea, man. Let me see. Maybe they maybe they like the shellfish. Who knows? Not to be confused with Kohog. The hard clam. Okay. That's a weird thing to focus on. Okay, I'm, I'm looking... The, is there the inspired by the clam? Yes. Not the uh, city, but the actual clam itself, which is kind of weird, <laughs> but... I mean, I can see the color and the color of the clam shells kind of same similar yeah, maybe, i get that maybe korean likes shellfish i don't i don't know <laughs> I'm not sure i why. will genuinely i'll genuinely say i did not know that the family guy city was fake <laughs> yeah uh i don't know about that too i didn't know oh, i don't watch family <laughs> guy that much so i didn't know about that until now mm-hmm. too oh wow so there's that the color first u.s special and yeah. lastly, I think this is something fairly interesting. That is quote unquote announced, not announced, maybe. Uh new pen collab? Yep. It, on the Gravitas uh, Instagram. And apparently CY is in collaboration with the guy as well. Oh cool. This really reminds me of um what's it called of the build quality of Conad. Okay. Yeah, I was waiting for an explanation just because 
it definitely reminded me of the conid design but it is a vac filler and not the conid filler right this is this seems to be a vac filler only a vac filler the wooden vac pen yeah it's a vac filler it's not a uh, piston filler Nah, and the cone is not, they call it bulk filler, right? But it's like a piston that rather movable for the cone. It. Um, it looks nice, though. It looks really nice. The Utum one looks very unique. Same goes to the acrylic one. Like, if this is written, I'm not sure this is rendered with the actual pen itself. Is the actual pen itself, and that, that pen looks fantastic. Mm hmm. I mean, lighting can do a lot for a yeah, photo. Yeah, yeah, certainly. So, I'm not too sure about the end cap choice, the, the, where the rod is using acrylic and the Utum. I feel this uh, that's probably one of the fewer places I might break more easily. I, I, I was hoping that they would do metal on that part, but um, may, maybe they. I already did the engineering and it works. But uh, this is a new pen that's coming out, and I think CY has a special collaboration with them as well. The only question on my end, oh yeah, see the one one post by CY, it is a middle end. So it's not just vacuum. Oh, I was. It is vacuum, right? But then the it's at least the end cap on that one is is middle. So maybe there's that version. Pick it up. Okay. Which will be closer to the Conan version, and uh, I'll be honest, it may have a better finish than the Conan version because the uh, the Conan on the between the different parts, you can tell that there's tolerances uh, variations. So it's not the same distances throughout the entire barrel of a pen. And if this can actually get that down, that would be great. But that actually comes to one of my questions to you, Collins. Yeah. Among all different pens, is there any material you do not wish to buy? Any materials I do not wish to buy? Yes. That's... That's an interesting question. Um, I think it, I know a lot of people are into celluloid pens. Mm -hmm. And it's potentially because I haven't had a lot of experience with celluloid pens that at least in my current in my current view, I currently don't have any interest in that. But I'm not saying I wouldn't ever get one. I think it's just because maybe I haven't seen anything that I was interested in or I haven't been introduced to that side of that pen world yet. Um, well, most cellular points nowadays you can buy are vintage pens or at least vintage mm -hmm. material pens. So there's that going on for this. So it's hard to buy. Mm -hmm. Second is, well, but at the same time, they're... The grain and coloring inside it is because it's made of cottons, right? So the fiber individual strains is going to reflect the light differently mm -hmm. if done correctly. So there's that going on for um, celluloids, and that looks really nice. But yes, you have a point there because celluloids off gas from time to time. Yeah. 
And once it's off gas, it's gonna destroy all the pans around it in the same container. <laughs> actually, I actually didn't even consider that. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, you do not you, you do not want to store celluloids in a in enclosed container. Interesting enough. Mm-hmm. You want and them to be able to breathe. You want them to really breathe. It's a weird material. And to this point, to this degree, I think most people still could not figure out. I think a lot of people still couldn't figure out why celluloids off gas. When they off gas, what happens to the pens enclosed in the same down. container? Um, it kind of erodes the all the other pens. Other celluloid pens, or other, or other, like I can't imagine it, like ruining a, like a like a silver pen, right? It is an acidic gas, so oh. it will eat in the middle around it. Ooh. Yeah, I think it might have just solidified me not getting a celluloid pen after this discussion. I got a feeling it might not like destroy your pens, but it might pit it a little bit. Yeah, I think you 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 might have just solidified me not getting a celluloid pen. <laughs> Good strong answer. Now, obviously, I I'm open to changing my opinion. Like, but. Yeah, I think celluloid pens is one that okay. I probably wouldn't get. Um, yeah. How about you? I have two material parts I'm going to avoid. One of hmm. them is, uh, I, I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me while the inside said it, is the material used on the Mueller's Ahab. Well, since I already have one, I can't disagree with you. <laughs> um, in fact, I can so not disagree with you that I have two of them. Now, if you ask me, hey, Collins, when was the last time you used it? I would tell you over four years ago. <laughs> is it still in your house? It is still in my house. Um, I never use it. And I don't plan on ever using it again. <laughs> yeah, I just want to tell someone dig it up on accident and it's gonna, the smell's going to fill your entire room. I'm going to drop it off at your house at some point and you're never going to know until you smell it. <laughs> oh boy. I'll leave it in the back after you turn some wild animals. Yeah, I, I would agree with you that I would not, I would not buy that pen ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. That's one material. And second surprise thing is actually autumn. Or Ultum. Ultum, really? Really? Yeah. Because just due to my hobbies of not just fountain pens, I use alt mm -hmm. I use Loctite quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I had a very bad reaction with Ultum and Loctite together. On a mouse. Okay, so you used Loctite on, and and the mouse also had Ultum material on it, right? And did it like corrode or break down? Or... Loctite broke down and ate through the entire Ultum bottom plate. Oh, interesting! Wow, and weakened it to a point that yeah, it just falls apart. No, why would you? I I curious you if you had an Ultum fountain pen, why would you have Loctite near it? It's not the fact that I'm not going to use it. It's the fact that there's a chance of cross-contamination. 
Mm, true. Because the issue with Loctite is the fact that Loctite doesn't dry naturally. Mm. It's a weird material. It dries in the lack of oxygen. It does not dry with oxygen. Mm. So, you, so theoretically, if Loctite is accidentally placed somewhere as a pool, which I might do when I work on some things, it, it might never touch, dry. It'll never dry, touch the ultum, and then degrade the ultum. To the point that it breaks down, yes. That's interesting. So, I, I know you, there, there, there's an alternative to Loctite <laughs> uh -huh. that I might eventually transition into, but I haven't yet. Maybe I'll do that transition once I get rid of all the Loctite in my house. Out, out of curiosity, what are you using Loctite on? Uh, Both. A lot of my uh, bow and arrow oh, okay. stuff. Okay. Be Loctite. That makes sense. My knives. When you mm -hmm. when you dial in the pivots to the right, just the right, right amount of place, so it actually opens and closes smoothly. Mm -hmm. It doesn't create too much wobble. There's the mechanical keyboard rings that requires Loctite because my the fitment is too too small and require Loctite to dry up to actually <laughs> act as kind of a glue. And lastly, of course, now there is the uh, firearm pistols. The grip also uses Loctite as well. Mm. So there's a variety of things I use Loctite on. It's just I think I may have to transition from Loctite into something called a Vibratite. Okay. And uh, it's not like Loctite. It is like kind of like a polymer that solidifies after you put it and you, you you kind of put a little bit on the thread and then you lock it, just screw it in normal and then it will mm -hmm. it will become solid, right? Right. Vibratite is the opposite. You have to put it on a boat first for it to become solidified. Okay. It takes a while. But you once put it after Yeah you put oh, it no, I'll let you continue. Yeah you put it first. And afterwards it's kind of act like a, a dampener slash rubber like just get into your threading, you screw it in normally. Okay. And then you will work in similar fashion as Loctite. Interesting. Yeah, but they are two different, like, similar usage product. Different way of activating it. Opposite activating it, actually. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But you don't have to worry about Loctite, Vibratite, get everywhere. Mm -hmm. The issue is that uh, Vibratite will dry out. Right. <laughs> Loctite never dries out. Like you can keep using it because it doesn't dry out until you actually need, until you actually use it. Until you actually use it. That's, that's, that's the perfect thing about Loctite. It never dries out. Like the current bottle I have is like 10 years old. I mean, it, it depends, right? Like, so how deep is your desire to use an Ultum pen that you would just swap out this Loctite? I don't know. See, that's the question, right? Like, how much, how right. much do I really want to try Ultum pens in order for well, me okay. to give out Loctite? Well, let me tell you, Frank. Uh -huh. um, I don't use Loctite. Uh-huh. 
because I don't really have any need for it, or at least at the moment. Yeah. So if I get an Ultim pen, I can tell you if I like it or not, and then you can decide later on. Okay. Well, I could just play with it at your place, so I have no chance of contaminating it. And then you br accidentally bring Loctite to my house and degrade my Ultim pen on accident or on purpose. I just need to leave like little droplets everywhere for it to count on to it. Like, 20, 20, like two months from now, you won't even know it's me. Yes, so I was that like, would what be... happened to my pen? Why is it crumpling? Why is it cracking? <laughs> totally within character, Frank. Oh, man. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I think locked is autumn at least now is all of equation and of course the the vegetable resin from a I don't I don't get why I don't get why he used that material. Right? Cause not I, I, I mean I haven't looked at a noodler's uh uh you know product catalog in a very very long time, but I know he had other pens that were not made of that material. Supposedly, that one is because it's biodegradable. Very biodegradable. Yes. Maybe that's what I should do. I should just toss it in my yard and check back and see how long it takes to degrade. You know what? I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> to see if it's actually worth it. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not using the pen. Anyways, it smells like crap. And I just have it stuffed in a box somewhere. Oh, yeah, you, know, you, can do, you can do an experiment with that. Yeah, go ahead. Elsa, go ahead. And, and and maybe it's a bug repellent, and maybe <laughs> it'll help keep the bugs out of my yard. <laughs> Who knows? I'm not sure about bugs, but maybe creatures, rats. Who knows? Possums. I'm not sure possum will actually dislike it. but Oh, that would be interesting. That would be an interesting test. Like, put the pen in random positions and see if pests stay away. <laughs> Or they come to it because it well, smells yeah, like because it smells so strong. It's like you gotta be careful. So, oh man! <laughs> well, set up camera, put the pen there, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, if it's biodegradable, I should see it over the course of a year. If I leave it out for a year, it should turn to something. A it depends on your soil. I think the biodegradable sometimes depends on the temperature and the soil whether you have certain bacteria to actually degrade it. Yeah, I'll put it next to one of the sprinklers where it gets enough moisture. That should help break it down a little bit more. That should help. Yeah, that would definitely help. And our weather right. lately is not too hot, so it should work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to do that. Okay. All right, then. I think that wraps up our episode for today. And, uh, well, do you want to wrap up our uh, last emails and uh, Instagram? Or shall I do it? Last emails on Instagram? I guess so. I can do it. Uh, you can find it us. <laughs> you can find us at uh, www.fountainpenandstationary.com uh, or our Instagram, fountainpenandstationary with underscores for each space or fountainpenstationary at gmail.com. There's no and there. It's just fountainpenstationary at gmail.com. And Frank, it was a pleasure. All right, yep, it's nice talking to you, and uh, hopefully I'll see you in two weeks. We'll see. Hopefully I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yep, good night. Bye.